I can't believe what Brad just did to me. <clears throat> I wasn't going to use the handcuffs. I never thought about the handcuffs, but I, were, I was planning on, and I'm still in probably, planning on using a couple, two or three chairs. <laughs> Do you realize... God just called, I heard him. <laughs> He's still calling, you better answer, whoever that is. Answer God, go ahead. Or hang up on God. But I, no, you better answer God. It's okay, we don't care. Whoever's is ringing. It's mine. Oh, it's yours. Nona. <laughs> oh, I know I turned it off, I don't know. <laughs> What did God say? Make sure it's not important, Noah. Phones are for a reason. It wasn't anything important, Pastor. Oh, it's Sam, huh? No. Oh, Ooh, I better leave that alone, too. I woke up this morning, I thought, wow, this is the last day of this year. Remember, some of you younger, some of you older people, you brought it up, Brad. Remember in 2000 when they thought the world was coming to an end? We had, no, we had, folks, we had churches storing up food and, and we had people really believing that it was going to take place. Here we are in 23 and I'm not saving nothing. Come on. Uh, but Brad, Brad has already preached my sermon because fact is if you go on into 24 I mean we have the thing is we have a free will and we, we have the key to the handcuffs that's a good point uh, you literally lock yourself and I'm getting ahead of what I want to share you literally lock yourself to a place where you don't, you don't really move on. You can't. Bring me up, uh, Brad, Jeff, maybe. But I, need, I need, give me three chairs up here. Now, I was going to do this before he, but I want these up here. Just set them up over here somewhere. Just as long as I can get around, just get them out of my way. Give me one more from somewhere. Grab mine if you want to, I don't care. You, now look how nice he, he no, no, they're, they're not supposed to be, Jeff, they're not supposed to be nice. Life is not nice. Anybody know that? Life is not nice. Well, that's a fact. I want to live in peace. I, you, I'm too, too transparent. I let, I let the wiles, which is Ephesians 6, 11, I let the wiles of the devil What's a while? It's the, his schemes and his purposes. I let his voice bring in things that I have no business even thinking about. And then when I, if I spend any time, and we all have these voices. You say, well, you mean you hear voices? We, come on. Used to be we, hear, we heard voices, but nobody ever heard God's voice. 
How crazy when he tells us in the Bible that his sheep hear his voice. We hear these voices because that voice is, is one that, that when we, it's just, it's even like when we're, when we're raising children. If you don't clean your room, then I'm going to punish you. Which, which there has to be a way of training and raising up, and I'm not coming against any of that. But the fact is, we get to the place, the enemy uses that. Get, we get to the place where we start listening to the wrong voices, and one of those wrong voices is unforgiveness. Because I'm telling you, if you carry an offense any longer than a minute or two, it will devour you, and it'll be just like we've seen Jeff was strapped to that chair. That was a good example because... He says you can't get away from it. When all the while we've got the key in our other hand. But we listen so much, and I, I'm, I struggle with this. I get into depression. I, I fight this. And you say, well, Pastor, you're, you're not supposed to be that way. The Bible says, not. I know. But we're all there. I don't care. And if you say you're not there, then you are really, you're out, you, are, you are holier than thou. Nobody can even relate to you. We're all growing in this. We're all growing in listening, listening to the right voice all the time and telling the other voice to shut up. And you can only shut the other voice up by using this right here and quoting the scripture back to that voice because that voice, that's the light. And the darkness is what tries to pull us back and it holds us. But it keeps us, we, it keeps us in that place of life where we, I want to I have a better perspective every day. I want to be happier all the time. I want to go through things in my life and nobody even know I go through those because it's none of anybody's business because it's, it's what I put most of the time. I choose to live in the wrong place. Now, I'm not saying I do that all the time, but I'm saying we as individuals tend to, to stay in our sickness, stay in our woes. Doc had a rough two or three weeks. You would never have known it. He come up here and did the thing for a Christmas program and was sicker than a dog. I know him, but yet when I ask him, oh, I'll be all right, I'm, I'm doing better, and I know he wasn't doing better. And I'm not even asking him today how he feels because he's not going to tell me how he really feels because he's going to speak life over himself, and that's what you do. That's how you, win. that's how you win the battle. That's how you unhook the handcuffs from the chairs, and you've got to come place of recognizing he has done it all. New Living Translation, Ephesians 1, 7 said, he has... He has so rich in his kindness and grace. Uh, pay attention to that word grace. You've got that. And you've got that to give. It says, he is so rich in his kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of the Son and, and forgave our sins. Okay. We're all a mess to a degree. We're all getting better, but we're still never going to get there. We have totally been forgiven for my past, my present, and my future. Things go on in our lives. Things go on with other people, and we tend to take offense of what's going on. We tend to talk about, we tend to judge. We tend to judge the whole body of Christ, thinking that they're a mess and I'm okay, when in fact, we're all, we all have a Savior. We need a Savior. But we've got to come to a place of recognizing He's took care of it. Ephesians 3 3.19 says, to know the love of Christ, which passes, not, which, which, pre, which passes knowledge, in other words, understanding Christ, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Okay, 
How do we win this battle of that voice speaking to us and, and that, that that you carry and carry and carry? You, you listen to it by recognizing what the Word says you are. I have, it just said it right there, I have the fullness. I have the key. I have the key to every situation, every problem, because Christ got that key for me. He got the key to life and death. I don't, have to, I don't have to listen to these voices. Yes, they come on me. Yes, I hear them. But I have to immediately deal with them. The worst time for me is about 2.30 in the morning. I wake up. Everybody wakes up. Usually it has to go to the restroom. And when you come back, you better go back to sleep or else that voice is going to speak to you unless you have other voices to override it. Unless you have the key to override it. But see, if you're carrying unforgiveness and you take the things that have hurt you, not just in 23. We, we, we've got hurts and heartaches that have went back in our families. Way back things that took place that shouldn't have taken place. Everybody's seen the perfect family, but they didn't really live in the family. And we've all got hurts and heartaches and things that shouldn't have been done. But think about this, folks. Hurt, hurting people, Joyce Meyer's the only thing that I'll stand on. Hurting people hurt people. So if, if, you're, if you're a parent that's messed up, you're probably messed up because the parents that you had were messed up and their parents were messed up. And we can go all the way back to Adam and Eve who were messed up. We all have that spirit that, that it hangs around us and talks to us and causes us to have problems. We know we're the winner in that. Remember, you all know the story, and I'm not going to take the time this morning to read it. We all know the story of the prodigal son. The son, obviously very arrogant, very prideful, thought he could handle life, and he said to his father, I want everything that's going to be mine. And he went off on his own, and we, we know the story. He went off on his own. He had another brother that stayed and went ahead and worked and took care of the farm and took care of the things. But he went on his own, and he lived, and he partied, and he spent every dime he had in living that totally unscriptural, wrong, couldn't have probably, there's probably not a thing he did that was right. But yet when he come back, verse 15 of Luke chapter 15, verse 20, said the father seen the son coming and knew what the son had done and said, it says in there, filled with love, this is the father, and compassion, this is the father, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. He had already forgiven him. He knew when the son left his attitude. He knew his son. He knew when he left he's going to be doing things he shouldn't be doing. He knew when he was gone it's going to be a mess. He already heard rumors of what took place. He already, I'm sure, the prideful brother that was still living there told dad, you know what he's doing. Here I am. He even said it. I've, I've been here all along, and I never did have a party. Now you're celebrating his coming bath, back? Why? Because of grace. Because of forgiveness. Because of being in that place of recognizing. See, if we, if we choose, listen, if we choose not to today, because you've got a choice. You got Everybody here, I'm giving you the key. I'm giving you the word. Today, what happens is that, that we get, we get, we get, this is called luggage. 
great revelation this week. I cannot carry your luggage. I'm mad at somebody. Everywhere I go. But the problem is, if I'm mad at one person, I've usually got another one there. Now I've got both my hands tied up, trying to live a life, trying to be holier than thou, trying to do the things, judging everybody because I'm carrying unforgiveness because that's the spirit that's talking to me, and, I, and I'm trying to get the job done. And what God, I love God. You all love God. I know you do. You wouldn't be here. But, but, but I'm mad at so-and-so, and those church members aren't like they ought to be. Are you? You're you're doing you're you're dragging that with you, you prideful thing. And and then and but the bad part is, you won't just have two. I don't know if I can do this. Wait a minute, maybe. I can. Okay, now. And now somebody's trying to build a relationship with me. I can't even let go of my hands to hug them because I'm carrying my luggage. You don't have to carry any of it. Now, you've got to choose to take the key. I could have really made it dramatic and had you get me a whole bunch of can handcuffs. We, then I would have been stuck because how in the world am I even going to get around here to get the key unlocked? Well, see, God has made a way for us to take care of all of that. We don't have to have this. We don't have to, we don't have to be carrying the luggage. We don't have to do it. He's, he's, he's done it all. He's done it all. He's taken care. He, he totally has taken care of it. <laughs> Matthew 18, 34 says, if you don't, listen to what he says. And he read it earlier. He will, the person that's carrying this, will be delivered over to be tortured. Now, Brad brought up principles. God, God doesn't put me on the torture chamber. He gave me the key. He gave me the key to get off of it. But because I'm so full of pride and think that they offended me and I'm better than them, not knowing the whole circumstance, not knowing the whole situation, not knowing the whole story in anybody's life of what's going on, how dare us judge them? But what we're doing in our judgment is we're picking up, we're picking up something to carry around, and they're going to hurt me. I, I went through all this in my life, and 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 I'm not going to get hurt again. So I, I'm uh, by saying that you're carrying luggage. How can you have a how can you have a relationship with somebody that totally wants to take care of you, your father, in heaven? By carrying luggage that says he can't do it. Everybody here, listen, we are, nobody, everybody here does this to a degree. You may have little bitty luggage. I, I got so tickled. I, I bought, I bought Finley, I think it was, I think it was Huntley. I bought her, on, went on Amazon, and I bought this little, little suit, this suitcase. It was so cool looking, the little walk behind suitcase. And I, I didn't read about it. I just seen the picture. <laughs> and I punched Amazon, and I paid for it, and it'd come in. It was in a box about this big. 
Huntley, wasn't it? Little bitty, wasn't it? But it's still luggage. But it was for a baby. But, but many of us that think we got it together think that we got little luggage. Your luggage is actually pretty big because you got luggage. Because we don't, we're not supposed to carry luggage. I mean, not even the kind that's got the four wheels and you roll it around. You know, oh, I got one, I got luggage, but I know how to take care of my luggage. Isn't it crazy how long it took to get wheels underneath the suitcase? Duh. <laughs> but probably the, the person that created that's person that carries their luggage because they're okay when in fact they're not okay they've still got their luggage you still got it but see the battle that we have that I think this is a point that we never pay attention to the battle that we have Ephesians 6 verse 12 it says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood Listen, this is, this is where the fight's at. And the wiles of the devil have, has got it working, and you don't even know that's what's going on. You think you're mad at the person. You think that person shouldn't have said. You think that person shouldn't have done. You think they should have treated you better. You think, you think, you think, you think. And in fact, they didn't do anything. They were maybe a vessel. But the, this is what you're fighting. It says, but, but you're wrestling against principalities, now, don't get spooky on me, but it's a fact. It's a spirit realm that we live in. It's a dimension. You're going, you're going to go into a different dimension when you die. You're still going to be you, according to the Bible. We're not dying. We're just checking out of this place. And then you're going to see the real spiritual side. This is what it is. Principalities against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. I'm not fighting against Monica. I'm not fighting, I'm not fighting, I'm not, I go around, I'm not fighting against anything. I'm not fighting against the people that stabbed me in the back. I'm not fighting against the person that killed my grandkids and my granddaughter. I'm not fighting against, I'm not fighting against, I'm not fighting against, I'm not, I'm not, that's not what I'm fighting, that person, these people, those offenses. I am fighting in the spirit realm. And, but what the enemy does, he brings on the wiles, he brings on the thoughts to where I'm dragging around luggage thinking this is my problem. And I'm not even going to talk to you because of what you said but I'm still carrying her. And I keep carrying this one, and I, well, I just won't talk to them. But you still got your problem. Brad, thank you for your illustrations because it added to what I'm saying. You're handcuffed to it. And, you're just, and you just, but you get used to it, and your, your muscles get stronger, and you just pretty soon you don't even notice you're carrying that extra weight. But, but then you end up, you end up somebody else leaves the church and doesn't even say goodbye. I, I love you. I love you, Pastor. We love you so much. And then the next week, they're not here. They're never here again. They never talk to you again. And, oh, really? And I'm supposed to pray for you? So now you've got two. <sighs> Folks, you can't carry them. You think you can. I can do it. No, you can't. You say, well, this is awful heavy sermon to end this year. Aren't we supposed to be celebrating? 
I'm trying to make you celebrate. Because if you let it go today, you will never be the same. Now, will it come back? Bread, bread, give a good, yes, it will. Seven times 70. Multiply that out, folks. Just do that in 24 hours. You won't have time to carry luggage. You'll just be repenting of what you tried to carry. You, you can't keep carrying. You can't keep carrying the past. The past is going to eat you up. That's the plan that he has for us is to destroy us. But we win. I want to choose life. I want to change the atmosphere of wherever I go. I want to walk into a place that I see. In whoever I see, I choose to already forgive them before I get there. I want, to know, I want to know that I'm going to be able to just let it go. You can. You say, well, yeah, but when you see that person, don't you, that long? And you talk to them. And, and I, 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 folks, I run into people all the time that have done me wrong. And I've just, I've, I've already made my mind up that I'm not going to let them. I don't need more luggage than I, that I've got that I can't get rid of. I've, and I've got the key to get rid of it. I'm working on that. that. That When you fall into depression, many times you just got luggage you need to unlock and let go of it. But, but you've you got to be able to. And, and, and everybody's different and everybody has a different past and everybody has a different situation. And sometimes they're horrible, horrible, horrible and sometimes they're little. But they're still your situation, your problem. Every problem's a problem when it's a problem. But I have the answer. It's taken care of. I, 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 I'm going to choose. Ephesians 3.10 says, God's purpose in all. Listen, God's purpose in all was to use the church to display his wisdom and its rich variety of unseen rulers and authorities in heavenly places. My, he's got me here to show the enemy, which is everywhere around. You're not messing with my head. You may talk to me, I may hear things, I may watch something on TV that gets me messed up, I may be around people that cuss all the time and that's always right there, to, it's so easy to get that in you and, and, and it comes out of you accidentally. That's all stuff that fights in our realm, that's all stuff. But, he says, God's purpose in all was to use the church to display his wisdom and his rich variety, of uns his rich variety to the unseen rulers and darkness around us. Unlock. Take the key. Let your past go. Don't go in midnight tonight. It's just another day. But you can choose to say, in 23, I purpose to let it go. In 23, I had some stuff really hurt me. In 23, I carried stuff that hurt me 50 years ago. In 23, I was still. In 23, I was. I was. Paul says, I forgot the past. That's what he was saying. He chose. I can't never think of her, her name's so hard for me to remember. Your daughter's sitting right, was right next to you. Where'd she go? Adam and I. She made me. I looked over there. I said, man, help me, Jesus. I just see her there. She, whoa, that was scary. She made me a little plaque that's still on my desk. I, that's been two or three years ago. Let it go. That's all it says. Let it go. For 23, you've only got a few hours left. But don't wait. 
just this morning, just go, you know, that has held me back from being who I really am. See, you're not who you are. When you, 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 you will never be who God purposed you to be if you keep carrying your luggage. And you've got the key to let the luggage go. That's the, that's the awesome part about this. He has taken care of it. He, he has got rid of it. In Ephesians 2.14 says, For he himself is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation. Now that particular scripture is talking about the Jews and the Gentiles. But that was also law. We, they battled the law back and forth of what to do, what not to do. I'm telling you that same scripture tells you he has taken care of it. He has given you the right choice. He has given you the keys. He has told you over and over, let it go. He has told you over and over, don't worry. Where's, what's worry? Worry's carrying luggage. People that can't get in an elevator, you're carrying the luggage from a fear. People that can't get in a plane, you're carrying fear. We got so tickled, we had a man come here to stop not very long ago, and he said, would, would, would you guys drive my car across the bridge? The ferry's down. Now, you tell me, which is safer? Have you been on the St. Genevieve Ferry? Now, it's safe, but there's, there's more of a chance of that thing messing up than that bridge that's been run over and run over. Now, you don't want to go under the bridge and look at it right now. But my, fact, my point is, he was going to pay us $50 to drive over, and I would follow John over, and we did this, but we didn't take $50. <laughs> and then when he'd come back, he'd call, call us, and we were gone, so we don't know how he got across the river. All because... Of luggage. That's all it was. He was terrified of bridges. And everybody's got their things, but it's still luggage. I don't care what it is. Everybody, look, at, look at me, folks. You say, well, I don't have anything. Yeah, you're carrying pride. If you don't have anything, you're carrying pride thinking you can do everything. You can't do it. We, <laughs> he, he wants us to take care of it. He wants to get rid of it. See, We've got to get to a place of total trust. I, I, I love the song uh, that we sang, I Am Forgiven. I mean, how is it? We, the second song we sang, Fighting the Battle, that you've already won. We sung it this morning. But we yet we say, well, well, Lord, you're not big enough to take care of me. No, he is big enough. It's a guarantee. Romans 8, 28. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God. Do you all love God? Then everything in your life, good, bad, and ugly, is going to be good if you let it. You, you mean that person that hurt me? You're going to use that? Guaranteed. Especially those. The bigger the hurt, the bigger the problem, the bigger the miracle. I've seen it in my life over and over and over. I can't even count the times that I've seen something thinking, my gosh, what are we going to do? But yet it always turns for better. He always makes good. For those that hurt you even, that's what makes you mad sometimes. That they, they, they get the blessing quicker than you do. And that's only because I carried this longer than they did. 
And we've got to just recognize he's give us the key. It, 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 it's taken care of. It's gone. Jeremiah 29, 11, everybody knows this one. For I know the plans that I have for you. They are the plans to give you not, or not disaster, but to give you future and to give you hope. God's whole purpose is to bless you and take care of you and that you would be the one that would show the principalities and the powers, get out of here. You are not affecting me and what's just took place. I'm going to be okay. I know my word. I know the word says that everything's going to turn for good because I love you and you've got me and you're going to take care of me. I know you never leave me. I know you never forsake me. The word says that. You're there. I know you're going to prosper me and take care of me. I know that if I tithe, you're going you're gonna to open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings on me. And he does. It's not maybe. He does. And that's with this. He gives you the keys to life and death. He's the key to life and death. Death is carrying that luggage. Death is past relationships burning you and hurting you. And let's go to this one real quick. You doing something terrible and not forgiving yourself. We've all said things and going, I don't believe. We've all done things, got involved in situations and circumstances and was involved in it and we chose to go there. But then we look back now and go, I can't believe that I did that. When in fact, that's just another luggage. I can't tell you the number of people that have done things in the past and because of the luggage they're carrying about their own decisions, they cannot get out and away from it. Those, some, good Monica, those sometimes are the hardest because you're the only one that really is being bothered by your mind, by your wiles, by the things in your mind. You got, oh my gosh, the chair just got heavy. He's got this. He's going to take care of this. Let's, let's just make a choice this morning. I, I'm, I've been doing this 34 years and I've seen so many people hurting And won't, and I could give them, I could give them the answer, and I give them the answer the best I could, and they would chose not to take the answer. I'm talking to you here today and those by the internet. We've all got hurts. We've all got stories. We've all got past. But I'm telling you, what a perfect time to do it right now. Just choose to let it go. You say, well, that's all you have to do? Maybe 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 200, 300, 400, 500 times after you get done doing it today, but you don't let it stay but about a second. And you go, no, I'm not going there. Team, let's come on up. But as a congregation, let's, let's, let's forgive the person beside us. Let's give the, let's forgive, let's don't, let's don't, listen, if you're out there and you're holding unforgiveness, you have tied yourself to the chair. You're going to look like Jeff trying to get out of it. But the problem is, people then look at you and don't understand, what, what, what's their problem? Well, it's something that they're holding. It's the luggage that they're trying to carry. They're trying to get through the airport with 15 bags and they should have, should have had none or took a carry-on. Not everything that their life has happened to them. Think about 
the other countries where people live. Think about Israel right now, what they're going through. Think about the innocent that's in Gaza. I'm not talking about saying it's wrong or right. Hamas is demonic and has influenced the entire area. But think about the young little kids that are seeing and hearing. Think about the ones in America that are starving. Think about the ones in America that don't have moms and dads that take care of them. I mean, you got no problems. You got up and got in your car and drove to church. Yeah, but you don't know what I went through. I don't want to know. I want you to forgive. I want you to let it go. Let's stand up. Before we close out with this song, let's just pray together. Just repeat after me. Father, I thank you. You have done everything for me. I choose to let go of all the hurts, all the heartaches. I give them to you. Help me to walk in your peace, knowing that you will take care of me. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's close out with song. in a battle you've already won no matter what comes my way I will overcome don't know what you're doing but I know what you've done I'm fighting a battle you've already won.
Father, we thank you. We're going to step into this next year. Matter of fact, we're going to step out of this building and be different people. We're going to start walking with joy. We're going to start walking with the fruit of the Spirit that's in us, not allowing the luggage to hold us back from being who we really, the purpose that we're really here for is to show the enemy that we win and we're going to go on forever. We thank you, Father, for everything in our lives. We thank you for 23, getting us through. Thank you that you took care of us. Thank you. There's, there's no list of them all the things you've done for us. And we know that next year is going to be that much better. Thank you for our purpose in our life, Father. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Call you blessed. Give two, three, or four a hug from a distance with all that's going on.